It's time for the Snap.BuildCast, your podcast focused on home builders of all sizes and offering professional views of experts in the home building industry, from financing to final walkthroughs. Thanks for joining us. Let's get building. Welcome to Snap.Build Podcast. I'm Michael D'Antonio, and I'm here with Brad David, EVP of Snap.Build. Hi, Brad. How are you? Doing great, Michael. How are you doing? Awesome. So we're hitting November, first week in November, as we're doing this podcast. And all businesses, right, are thinking about the last two months of the year and also what next year will look like. So in the residential building sector, in the uh, the industry of construction and in home building, you know, today's topic is really about what builders should be thinking about for Q4 and then what is that planning and thinking look like for next year? And how should they be going about their planning for looking at the year? Sure, absolutely. Well, one thing before we get going, I do want to at least reference, you know, down here, I'm coming off hate week, you know, where we went down to the Georgia-Florida game. And, um, you know, so that's really what has been top of mind. We've now put that to bed. I also understand though, this week is Dallas week for you there. So I've been a little concerned about how focused you'd be. So I'm glad to at least (laughs) know that you're going to focus on what we need to focus on, but we'll probably keep this rather brief. So I I get it for sure. I understand. Dallas, Dallas week for those that don't know in Philadelphia is when the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles play the Dallas Cowboys. It's known as Dallas week. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. No, um, I think it's a great topic. Uh, This time of year builders are, really doing a couple of things. You know, they're looking at, okay, we, we have these projections for 2023. What can we do to get hay in the barn, so to speak? You know, are we going to make our numbers? Uh, what can we do to push to accomplish, whether it's volume goals, total closings, those kind of things. So that's really, that's one of the focuses that the builder has. Um, a lot of deals have been now pushed to the end of the year, I think subconsciously, that's just the way things work. And so the holidays are, are challenging for all the obvious reasons. You know, you want people to be with family and, and celebrate through the holidays, Thanksgiving and in November. And then obviously in December, you've got Hanukkah and Christmas and all those considerations. And so everybody's pushing and you have these built-in barriers to, to getting things accomplished. So that's a challenge, but that that's that's what builders are doing. They're talking about uh, all of their projections for 2024 and 2025, because most builders are doing two things. They, they've got to project the number of units that they want to try and build and close next year. And that's everybody from the five unit a year guy to the 500 unit a year guy. It's still the same. And so they're, they're looking at what's my lot inventory look like? Cause a lot inventory is what feeds the beast. And so they, they, have nailed down or are in the process of securing all the lots they need for 2024 and also looking at development deals, lot commitments for 2025. So really builders just have a lot of different channels that they're, they're focused on and they're reviewing, Hey, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing wrong? What do our margins look like? Why are margins up down? Unfortunately in the current environment, what most guys are seeing is some margin erosion. 
uh, is due to, you know, increased financing costs, a little bit of carry costs, uh, all those kind of things. And so there's a lot that a builder is looking at at the end of the year and, and just trying to navigate all that stuff. I, I know I, I tend to always focus on all the things a builder has to do, but I'm still amazed by some of our clients that how good they are at, you know, segmenting the things they've got to do. And, and, uh, and hopefully we're a resource for them to help. Yeah. And you talked about, you know, uh, and, (laughs) you know, we talk about football and offline, but like you separate, you know, uh, as an athlete, right. You're an athlete, but you're also a person, right. Builders has businesses they're running, but they also have their personal life during the holidays and entering the new, right. It's they, they, that, that, um, uh, juggling of all these things from a business perspective, life perspective, personal perspective. Um, what are are there any key barriers that come at the end of the year that that you've seen in, in the industry or in your experience? Sure. Some of the things we talked about. Holidays are difficult to work around for all the reasons. If you're trying to get closings done, you're navigating you know, subs and everybody's tired at the end of the year. It's, it's been a long grind. You know, most of these guys, especially in the Sun Belt, have worked hard through these, you know, summer months. It's hot. You're tired. I mean, it's just there's a lot of things that, that take a toll on builders. And by builders, I mean their entire organization and all the guys that, that work in, in their, in, you know, in their structure. Um, so that that's one thing. Everybody that's involved in the process, whether it's a lender like us or closing attorneys, all those people, same considerations. They've had a full year. They're trying to wind down, enjoy the holidays. People are taking time off. So it's just like this, this mad dash to the end and you're dodging all these things coming at you. So, you know, from a construction perspective, it's again, the, the pace is a little bit slower. The weather is a bigger uh, factor. Uh, it's colder. It's just, it's easier to build houses when it's hot and sunny. Mm. You know, when it, you get into the winter and you start getting some rain, start getting some cold in our Northern markets. And it, it, again, just challenges, challenges. Absolutely. And flipping that in your experience, what, what has worked on that, you know, knowing that these things and these barriers are coming in Q4 and you're trying to project into 2024 and into that next year what what are some things from your experience that that you've done that you've thought when you looked back that you've been successful in saying wow i'm really glad i did that planning or i'm really glad i did that scoping right it certainly helps to be realistic about your projections and by that i mean you have to understand certain things are just not going to happen and as you ease into November, December, it's not as easy to drive your projections the way that you think you should be able to. So from experience and history, you just realize if I think I'm going to close 10 units in December, it's probably going to be eight or nine. And that just scales depending on the side of the size of the business. And so you got to be realistic about what's uh, what you can accomplish you have to take into account how hard you have kind of ridden your team throughout the course of the year. Uh, to me, that's always a big consideration. You can't always be 100% just, you know, under the gun. That's not a healthy way to run businesses. And that means for a builder, that's his internal team, but it's also the 
the the community of people that work with him, whether it's concrete guys or framers or sheetrockers, you can't ride them 12 months out of the year. It, at least it's a, you're not going, you're going to have other problems, whether that's, you know, attrition and turnover and, and things that have an impact on build cycle time. So you have to, you have to take into account, Hey man, Q3, we went hard and crazy and I pushed everybody to the limit. Can I do that again? You know, October, November, December, what effect is that going to have on my people? And there's, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just, I got to close a million dollars or $10 million or a hundred million dollars of product in that quarter. You can, but there's a, there's a toll in the only way you really, in my, you know, humble opinion is through experience. You see the effect it has on guys. You see the effect it has on you as a leader and, um, as you as you mature you have to weigh the pros and cons of pushing that hard and in and, and what's real and what's not we, we do it in our business we make projections and all those things factor into it for sure yeah and that's um you know i think that's across any organization that push and pull of right because you're dealing with people you're dealing with level of effort and the work that they put in and you mentioned the word attrition, nothing kills businesses more than people leaving, right? And having to find right. new resources and having to find new subs and and not having those relationships when you go into new projects. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. And the other side of it for, for the builder, you know, there, there's sometimes it's, it's a very positive experience when you're, oh man, I'm looking... I'm looking where I think this year is going to fall and we've done really good. And so you're able to, you know, really take the approach that going into 2024 is going to be totally positive. We're on the upward, you know, trajectory, et cetera. There's the other side of that coin where you've had a tough year, where the, you know, maybe you've made some bad decisions on product or margin or, you know, those kind of things. And you're sitting here at the end of the year and things aren't as good as, you you would you had hoped they would be and then you've got big commitments and big plans for 24 and so you have to turn that around you gotta you've got to say hey 24 we had some we took some you know lumps in 23 here's how we're going to fix that so really it's just a you know kind of state of the state of the union and what are we doing right what are we doing wrong and there's a lot of that that happens in the next two months and how does the the finance the financial picture play into um, the planning, right? So obviously you're on the financial side, but as you were running your business and as builders are thinking about the year, how should they be thinking about those, the lending side and the, the, the finances that they'll need for next year? A lot of the conversations I'm having right now with, with new clients, certainly, is they're making those determinations. You know, they're having those discussions with their lending partners if, if they're not currently a client of ours. And they're starting to have, you know, conversations with guys like myself. Hey, I think I'm going to be a little short on my plans. I, I, I'm looking to grow. I need additional sources of capital. We're a great fit for that particular builder. We're having those same conversations with our current clients, you know, talking about, hey, What's your expectation next year? Because we we want to know that we want to be a part of that. Because if if they if I've got a guy that's done twenty units with me this year, and again units just equal houses, but 
if they've done 20 units with me this year and they say, next year I'm doing 50, I need you to be ready. We need to have those conversations. I need to know, okay, he's going from a four unit or, a, you know, something like that a month guy to now he wants to be a 10 unit a month guy. And we need to have conversations around that. Hey, start getting me some financials. Let me see what the picture looks like so that I can help you kind of plan and tell you what's realistic and what's not. So really we talk a lot about the fact that we play a consultant role for so many of our clients, most of our clients. And that's really what that means. We can kind of year in, we're doing a lot of review in terms of, Hey, what, because again, the platform we've got collects so much data. It's a very powerful tool for our clients and we can go to them and say, you want to know your exact build cycle time? Here it is. You know, we see some ways you can improve it because we're watching, you know, all of your draw processes. These things are taking you longer than they should be. And those are the kind of conversations we're having. Hey, what, what are you projecting next year? Want to make sure we're on the same page. And they're not getting that with most of their lenders. They're really not. Right. I, I, right. Again, they're, they're don't getting, always want it to be a sales. They're getting the, the ongoing data with every unit that they're building. So as they're building, they're yeah. getting more and more data to, to make better That's decisions right. moving forward financially. Yeah. And as a builder, you know, that's, that's not a, that's not a benefit they've always had with their lender. Um, and so we feel like the, the better we are at that, the more value added is to our clients. Awesome. Well, yeah. this, this has been great, Brad. And um, it's crazy. The end of the year is approaching, right? And, <laughs> And it and really for, is. And and for builders, you know, these last two months are really important um, as they head into kind of uh, 2024 and getting ahead of their planning as quickly as possible so they can potentially, like you said, look at the reality of what they want to do. How can they scale? Where do they want to be next year? And, you know, with Snap.Build, it's also the data allows for, for those decisions to become much clearer because of the financial picture. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right. So before we get off, prediction for Sunday. Well, I'm not biased. Of course you're not. Because an Eagles fan. Uh, I will say 28-24 Eagles. Wow, there's no way that defense. That, <laughs> I mean, I, I just I, I, I'm taking a little offense to that. That defense is littered with my guys, and so we'll see where it falls. But I, right. I've got the prediction; it's duly noted. It's written in ink on the yeah. internet. It's, now we know it's out there for all to see. <laughs> well, Brad, this is that's been, right. This has been great, and um, obviously, um, the new year is approaching. So, I appreciate the time. Absolutely. Fly Eagles fly. That's the, that's the correct chant, right? Yes. Correct. <laughs> Thanks. There so we go. <laughs> See you.